partisan, the Knight of Rainsboro, the city's greatest hero, is dead. But evildoers continue eternal. Citizens fear they now live in a world without heroes. But heroes emerge from the shadow of a champion's fall to take up their rightful place as the Knights of Rainsboro. Paul is Hair Trigger. Tim is the Coyote. Wayne is the Rambling Ricochet. Andrew is the Necropath. figure out what it is and you keep running down through your head you know did that you paid the bill you know know, kited that check you know just can't you know quite remember what it is and you've been out and you you had a little day job of uh you know working as a waiter during lunch and during the lunch hour at this pizza place and then you actually fought some crime uh later in the afternoon and that evening you know you worked a security guard gig and fought a little more crime on, on the way home from work and you're uh, slinking into the back, back into your apartment building. You're walking up towards uh, your apartment. You just can't remember what in the hell it is, and you arrive at your apartment door. You know, I I hate these days where I just can't figure out what I what I can't remember. So I'll unlock the door, head okay. in. You unlock the door, and your first thought is that the place has been robbed. You look well, around. at least I didn't have much for them to get. <laughs> you look around; things things are missing. That 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 nice lamp, it's gone. The uh, uh, that, that pretty vase that you had on on the on the uh, on the the kitchen counter is gone. You know the the pillows, the pillows, the throw pillows on the couch; those are gone. Is the TV still there? The TV is still there, but I don't have cable anymore because I couldn't afford it. That's right. But it finally clicks to you. These are all items that belong to your girlfriend. I'll keep going around the apartment, see if there's anything anything else that yeah. Every, everything that you can point out that would have been hers. You know, the uh, the big sweatshirt that she likes to lounge around in, uh, all of her cosmetics in the bathroom, you know, her shampoo, all of that kind of stuff, all gone. Every single item that belonged to her, gone. I kinda of wonder to myself, why does this keep happening? Um, I'll try to call her. Okay. As you walk over to the to the phone, which is you know on the counter, you see that there are two movie tickets for tonight. Oh, I forgot again. Yeah. Yeah, you did. You're a bad boyfriend. I I'm gonna give her a day or so to calm <laughs> down before I call. I need to go hit something now. I need to go find someone doing something bad and punch them. Okay. So you're heading back out? Yeah. Okay. It's about uh, you know, eleven o'clock at night, so uh, you you go heading out into the darkness. Meanwhile, Andrew, 
Yes, sir. You are actually heading to work at this late hour. Ah, uh, excellent. Because, I'm, I'm, you know, you're the night owl. I'm sorry. You're the necropath. Doc, that's that's Dr. Necropath. <laughs> Dr. Night Owl slash Necropath. And it's been four years in necropathy school for uh, people not to use my full name. Only a four-year degree, huh? Well, that, that was the graduate part of it, yeah. So uh, you're you heading heading to work you're on the uh, the uh, monorail, and you know, fortunately, it's not too crowded on the monorail this this hour of the evening. You know, it's midweek. It's uh, you know Wednesday night, so you know not a lot of lot of lot of folks there, which is you know helps with your nerves. That's good. Good. All right. That's relaxing. And like uh, I'm sorry. No, this is good. Okay. So you know, there's just the the odd person on the on the train. You know, every you know. Uh, just one or two people here in the in the car with you, which you know it's fairly easy to block out. You don't have to uh, you know strain too hard to avoid their thoughts. Just very surface things, you know, uh, you know, not not too awful. The uh, monorail comes to a stop at your stop. I uh, I will I will rise and walk out. Okay, so you you exit the car, and as you're exiting and, and stepping down off the platform, um, you hear a commotion uh, around the corner. So like there's like a little station or kiosk and around the corner of that I'm I'm hearing some sort of scuffle. Correct. Uh does it sound like a bum fight or like someone getting mugged? <laughs> does it sound like a bum fight? Um it sounds like someone's being harassed. Oh, one second. Let me uh, wait, wait, I'm checking my hindrances. Okay. Uh I will walk around the corner to investigate. What hindrance are you uh pushing on there? Code of honor. Code of honor. All right, look at you, I'm throwing you Benny. All right, Andrew. And by the way, uh, Tim, you started with three. Andrew, you started with three, and you're at four now. And Wayne, you started at two because you suck. Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, Andrew, you come around the corner, and uh, you see these uh, uh, two teenagers. And uh, they are uh, shoving on this little bitty kid. You know, he's probably you know eight or nine. And you know he's like, you know, back off. Leave me alone. And you know they're trying to get something that's that's under his arms, uh, and he's uh, huddled up to protect it. I will. Uh, and they're, you know, they're, they're they're kicking him that kind of thing. Real quick, rough age of the children. Um, the teenagers are probably sixteen, seventeen, okay. and then the the person who's being assaulted is uh, nine or ten. I'm going to puff myself up and then say, "Hey, leave him alone." One of them turns around. Back off, chump, unless you want some of this, too. And he does that whole little... You know, Bring it, hand. Nancy. <laughs> he does that whole put his hand at the top of his pants like he's got something in there. Sure, sure. I'll, I'll, I'll tell him to bring it, Nancy. Right. And advance on him. <laughs> okay, so I am dealing you a card, Andrew. Okay. And I'm dealing them a card. So my intimidation roll didn't work then, obviously. Well, you didn't tell me you were rolling intimidation. Well, I don't have the skills, so I didn't uh, think I could. Chad. Um, well you can try an unskilled intimidation roll uh yeah what's that what what would that be based on four die six minus two so you know you need to uh roll a four or better four minus two you need to roll a six or better i'm sorry so you'd roll a four sider and a die six because you got oh i see wild die and then you would actually need a six in order to succeed all right so i've got a oh one eighteen percent chance to make that roll. Yeah. Uh, 
No, I'll just advance on them. You That's sure? All right. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they drew higher in the initiative than you did. But fortunately, only one of them is interested in giving you any trouble. Well, the other one has a small child to beat up. That's right. Well, he's kicking him. He's got to yeah. be a little fucker. You don't know what hey. that kid did. Kids these days, I, I, you know, I, I, while I'm impressed with his work ethic and dedication to his job, uh, <laughs> I can't let this go. Sure, sure. Well, he come, he pulls out a uh, nifty little thirty-eight and okay. points it your direction. Doesn't pull the trigger, but he is pointing it directly at you. Back up, man! You back up. All right, I will. Uh, let's see, man. I got no skill. All right, well, I'm gonna try this. I'm gonna look him square in the eye and say. Listen, little man, you don't want what I've got. You'd best take your girlfriend and get out of here. He rolls on you. Ow, shit. He rolled a six on a six-sider, so ten altogether. It's a hit with a raise. Oh, don't forget, uh, I've got uh, uh, reflexive telekinesis. Oh, yes, you do. Okay, but it says it requires activation. It's a free action to activate. Oh, uh-huh. shit. I assume when someone points a gun at me, I would reflexively take a free action and activate it. Okay. Because, you know, he went, pulled his gun out, pointed at me, then I went, talked to him. I should have probably said there that I was activating it. But I'm going to go ahead and give that to you now. But yeah. In the future, I'm going to need you to tell me that. That's fair. Okay. That, no, no, that's that's good. Okay. So that's a minus two. So he does not, let's see, he hold a 10. It's still a hit, but it's not a hit with a raise. Okay. Um, and damage is 11 and what's your toughness well let me scroll up toughness is i have it as a five that sounds right okay so uh you've got one wound uh and so stun in a wound no actually or, you're just no. shaking i'm shaking that, yeah. okay yeah yeah all right all right now as i recall it, it would be my turn now it, it would be your turn and as i recall i can use a benny to throw off the shaken Correct, and then you can act unimpeded. I will do that. Okay, so now you're down to three bennies. Uh, yes, yes, sir. Uh, I am going to hmm, whoop his ass. I think is the the proper way. Oh, real quick, you know, we've been talking for a minute, uh, a few minutes. What have I picked up off his surface thoughts while this? Ah, uh, yeah. um, yeah. he has something. Uh, the, the boy there has something that uh, he stole. The, the boy that they're whomping on, and they want it from him. Now, from his service thoughts, are these nice boys, or are these uh, thugs? Oh, these are thugs. Oh, okay, good. I, I just don't want to, you know, kill a boy nice scout. nice boys walk around with guns in their pockets? He, he could be a boy scout. I, I don't know. All right, so uh, I will close with him and uh, lay my fist into him. Uh, you know what? Screw it. I'll just uh, mind blast him. All right, yeah, all right, so here we go. Uh, telepathic Blast. Uh, that's a six. That's a four. That would be a ten. Okay, so that's a hit. Okay. Doing my damage. That's not enough for a raise, though, correct? No, it's not. Okay. So oh, wait, you rolled a ten? I rolled a ten. Yeah, that's enough for a raise. Okay, so uh, 46, then. My damage plus 1d6. Correct. All right. And uh, this explodes on damage, too, doesn't it? Correct. All right. 11, 15, 17, 18. You see his head just snaps back, hits the the wall behind him, the brick wall, and he just slides down unconscious. And the other guy 
What'd you do to T-Ray? T-Ray? What'd you do to T-Ray? The other guy wheels and, uh, you know, he, he kind of stops for a second, looks at his friend, looks at you, and then just runs. Uh, that's fair. I will let him run away. Okay. And uh, I, I will bend down. Uh, how does uh, I'll do a quick little once over of, of the kid head to toe assessment. How, how does he look? The kid who's been getting beaten up. Yeah, he looks OK. He doesn't, you know, doesn't look like he's, uh, you know, too much the worse for wear. But uh, so I don't think he's bleeding internally. Or yeah. dying. No, he hasn't taken that big of a beating. OK, I'm going to I'm going to help him up and, uh, you know, kind of help him out of the alley. He he, stand, you know, gets to his feet and he kind of shrugs away from you to, and he he's got this this item under his jacket. I'll say easy there, Captain. You've uh, you've had a rough night. Thank you, sir. <laughs> What's your name? My name's Louis. All right, uh, Louis. Why, why don't you come with me? We'll make sure you're okay. I I, I work over here. Why don't Why don't you come with me for a minute? We'll make sure you nothing's too badly hurt. No, no, I'm good. He starts backing away. Uh, what, uh, from, from, do I have an idea why he's trying to get away? Whether it be through my, uh, uh, notice or through my, uh, uh, telepathy or, or whatnot. He has under his, uh, jacket, um, a, an item that he has stolen. I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't care if you stole anything, Louie. I just want to make sure you're okay. I'm sure, I'm sure anything you stole. I, I didn't steal anything. I didn't, I didn't steal anything. Clearly he's lying. <laughs> you can see it on his face and you can hear it in his head. <laughs> I'm just going to give him one of those looks like, no, really, it's okay. <laughs> you, you don't have to lie. It's all right. And you have in your head, you, you keep he- hearing partisan. And you heard it a little bit in the other guy's head as well, but you couldn't, you weren't making the connection. But the, the whatever this kid has taken has something to do with partisan. It's like, uh, let me buy you a sandwich at least. You look. No, you look I'm like good. I'm good. And he turns and he starts running. Oh, yeah. Cap his ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, quick, someone yell he's possessed so I can do it with a clear conscience. How many guys possessed? <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, I am going to run his ass down. Okay. Um. With a car. No, I'm on foot. Oh. And in his uh, normal street guys. Yeah, but, so, you know, I can just yell thief at any point I see a cop. And- Jeremiah Redfeather is... Uh, huh? Jeremiah Redfeather. <laughs> okay. He is... Uh, he has wrapped up some business in town, and he is, you know, walking home. Actually, you've got a motorcycle, don't you? Yeah, right. So uh, you're on your motorcycle and, you know, kind of looking forward to a quiet night. You know, it's been kind of a crappy uh, last couple of days. What with the whole, you know, church, you know, burning and, you know, people getting their asses handed to them by uh, supervillains. And then, you know, uh, you know, bad things generally going on. Of course, supervillains getting away. You know, that's got to sting a little bit, right? You let the supervillains get away. Well, it wasn't me. It was RPD. After you hand them to the police with a bow around their necks. Right. But, you know, you really didn't, like, tie him up or anything. You know, you just kind of left him there. I left him unconscious on the lawn. I don't <laughs> Aaron, don't he, only had so many, he only had so many pocket squares to use. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Houdini pocket squares to tie him up. <laughs> so anyway, That'll you're... stop the guy who can make landmines come out of his butt. 
<laughs> you're kind of looking forward to you know getting back to your houseboat, watching a little Sons of Anarchy, and you know calling it a night. Maybe maybe pop a cold one or two. Yeah. When uh, you know you're, you're cruising down the boulevard, and you see this little kid running, running for dear life. He looks panicked. And you see this man come running out of the shadows, just hell-bent for leather on his ass. And the kid's like, help me! Help me! As I'm running after him, I yell, thief! Thief! What you gonna do there, coyote? God, if only I knew him, I'd yell, possessed, possessed, and point (laughs) to I don't really have my gear again. Which is sort of weak. So, uh... I don't know. Okay, I'll pull. I'll pull up like a full block, and like park kind of in an alley, uh-huh. and uh, throw the Oakleys on. Okay. And wait, wait for the kid to run by, and then okay. step out like a full like second after him. Uh huh. Hopefully to catch this guy right in the right, right in the. Just kind of body check him. Is that what you're gonna do? Well, did, did I hear him say thief? Aaron? Oh. You were on your motorcycle. I'm going to say no because right. because it's that much more entertaining. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> All right. Well, let me know when when that when that works out. Okay. So you 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 park your bike, you run up to, you know, try and inter- make it make a quick intervention. Kid goes running by. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's see. Um, I'm going to have Coyote make a agility roll. Okay. And what you're looking for, the, the idea is to beat whatever uh, Andrew rolls, and Andrew's okay. going to roll with a minus two. All right. Okay. So, Andrew, okay. you're also going to make an agility roll. All righty. Ten explodes. Oh. Eleven. Okay. He wins. Okay. So uh, you step out and bam! Dr. Dude slam hits you right in the chest falls on his can i fall on my can or he falls on his can uh you fall on your can andrew okay all right and you see this you know big guy you know big uh you know uh indian looking fellow with some oakley's on so you have no idea who he is <laughs> well, he's an indian guy with with oakley's i mean that's like a dime a dozen <laughs> uh, uh roll yeah. me a d10 and a d6 we're going to minus two to your higher die. Uh, six explodes. Both of them are eight. Okay. So the uh, the fellow that you just knocked on his can looks yeah. vaguely familiar to you, but you can't place him. Okay. You like little boys, creep? <laughs> you so, are a pale son of a bitch, aren't you? So is, is it my turn now? It is your turn. <laughs> I'm going to kind of, I'm from laying on my back, I'm going to kind of uh, lean up and kind of glance around this big Indian's tree trunk-like legs uh-huh. and uh, see the back of the kid who just went past him. Uh-huh. I, I'm just going to mind blast him. The kid? Yeah. Through Tim's legs. <laughs> it's psychic. How's I understand. It hurt I bet I'm just, I'm just drawing the panel, the little dot, 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 you know. Around his legs. I, I wouldn't probably go for the uh, nutmeg through the legs. I'd probably, <laughs> I'd probably, that's why I'm leaning up to the side, let's see around his legs and, and go that way. I would, I would I, respect mind blasting me with him. I would. It's not I'm an area just attack. Him reaching his hand out around him while Tim's just standing there, too. <laughs> For some reason, with mental powers in comic books, they always reach their hand out when they do it. That's right. That's right. That's, That's true. 
Like, true. He's, like, he's, like I'm making a physical. That's okay. not going to go well. <laughs> what are you doing there, white man? <laughs> I'm, I want you to help me up. That's why my hand is outstretched. <laughs> so uh, why don't you roll on the boy? All right. <laughs> the boy? <laughs> the bu- the buoy. Uh, that would be a seven. Roll me your damage. That's Straight hit, damage? That raise, yeah. All right. Seven, twelve, fourteen. He's down. Okay. He pitches forward, kisses the curb. Meanwhile, uh, up on the roofs, bouncing you know across the rooftops, um, Wayne, from a distance, you see what just transpired. Now you don't understand that a mental blast has occurred uh, between these two guys, but you saw the boy being chased by the guy. You see the Indian guy step out, body check the uh, the, uh, the the guy that was chasing the boy. You the see, white guy. Yeah, the whitey. Yeah, whitey. That's uh-huh. honky mofo. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so you see all of that transpire. Can I see the Oakleys on his on the Indian's head, or is it from behind? <laughs> yes, you see the Oakleys on the. Because <laughs> I've seen shaped. I've seen an Indian with an Oakley before. Yeah, but yeah, that Indian you saw had a had pocket squares on his face. That was <laughs> nothing like that. I'm just True. picturing the I'm just picturing the lineup later, and the and the witness saying. Could you put some Oakleys on number five? <laughs> it's enough to give me pause that I don't just kick him in the back. So sure, sure. I'll I'll leap over leap over a roof, bounce around, and land over next to him, and just kind of a. So what's going on? Okay, uh, Aaron, did, do I get like a spellcasting roll or something to know what uh, Pedro Crav did? Do I He's get talking a spell about spellcasting roll to know what? Uh, yeah, the 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 white the little little bastard did. Hey, no, the little bastard's one that just fell down. I'm the slightly <laughs> larger, but not as big as you, bastard. Okay, well, that didn't really happen. Aaron, did, do I get a spellcasting roll or no? Okay, so I'm tell okay me what. With... Tell me what you're wanting to do. Well, here, do I hear the kid pitch over and fall on his yeah. ass? Yeah, you sure did. Let's start with that. Okay, do I get a spellcasting roll to understand what the fuck happened? Yeah, I mean, you can, you can. Uh, okay. Yeah, as far as it looks to you, it looks like the kid tripped. Oh well, if that's what it looks like, because it happened right behind you, and you, so you turn and you see that the kid's down, but you didn't see the other guy. You didn't see uh, uh, the necropath do anything, or you didn't see, you know, Doctor Who's face do anything. Okay. Right. What do you make? You, you make him run? Does that, does, that, does that trip your trigger, sicko? Uh, I start to pick him up, like my no, no. shirt. Like I've wanted to beat some ass for about two days now, buddy. <laughs> uh, excuse me, guys. Is anyone going to ask my question? What exactly is going on here? Who do I need to be punching? I'm cool either way. I just I'm going to play at the coyote and say and, that guy. And hold on, hold on, hold on. Now we've got uh, Tim. Describe what you're wearing. Um, you know, I I I think I'm probably just wearing a leather jacket, the Oakleys. I, I don't have my coyote thing right like with me, the shirt anyways. Right. Um, my Harley's parked like probably about 15 feet down an alley, so Wayne could probably see it. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, long black hair, just kind of like how he normally looks with yeah. the Oakleys on. Now, Andrew, describe how you're dressed. Uh, I would be dressed in hospital scrubs with a, uh, uh, you know, the the. Well, I think we're calling it Rainsboro General. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Logo uh, on it, you know, because they don't want you to steal their scrubs. Right. Uh, and there'd be a little little doctor thing on there. Okay. And are you wearing like a like a trench coat or anything? It's a little cold outside. 
Uh, I wouldn't wear a trench coat. That's not that's not the doctor style. Uh, he'd okay. probably be wearing uh, some sort of hoodie. Okay, a hoodie. Okay, and then there's Wayne. <laughs> Ricochet. How is Ricochet dressed? I'm in full costume: bright red, <clears throat> dark blue, shoulder pads, big goggly eyes, and I'm kind of perched on, uh, you know, perched against the side of the building there. Okay. And real quick, before we go forward with the action, I, I would just want to know, would my character recognize uh, Ricochet in his costume? Now, d- Ricochet was wearing his mask at the funeral, right? No, I just yeah. mean from general around the town news report type stuff. You know, he uh, Ricochet up till now has been, you know, he's not a front page superhero. Okay. You know, um, now there were, you know, some artist renderings of him from uh, the uh, funeral, no actual pictures, but you do recognize the mask from the funeral. Oh, so I, so I recognize him as the dude from the funeral who was fighting the bad guys. Correct. Okay. All right. All right. Gotcha. That, that I just wanted to get that clear about who I knew before we moved on with the punching. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, so I'm sorry. I think Wayne was asking a question. Yeah, did, did, did Wayne? Did you what exactly did you ask? I've kind of for, slipped my mind. Um, yeah, I don't remember the exact wording, but basically it was a, "Hey, nobody's talking to me here. Who should I be punching?" I'm gonna point at the coyote and say, "That guy." Well, don't 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 you worry your head about it, hero. We caught the pedophile before he get his hands on that little kid. You gotta make yourself useful. Call the cops. I, I'll look at the tell coyote. Him, you mean- tell him there's some bruises on the uh, the guy. Do I look at the coyote and say this costume? I'm gonna look at the coyote and say you mean you mean the thief that I was chasing? Then I noticed this like hospital scrubs. Like I I was like totally focused on the fact that he was wearing a hoodie and he looked like a creepy pedophile. But then I realized (laughs) he's wearing the Batesboro shit. And then I like let him go. You mean something? Yeah, yeah. If you just you know walk over here with me, uh, I'll, I'll bounce over to him. Right. God, that's got to be so obnoxious. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's Jester. Like, it, it's like having Tigger around. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you guys walk over and Ricochet bounces. <laughs> you get over and there's the boy. He's he's kind of coming around, but still out of it. Uh, I will I will pull back his jacket from where he was hiding the object and, and reveal it. Um, you pull it out. It's wrapped in heavy plastic, and you pull it, and it's a, it's a rather thick graphic novel book. Yes, a big thick trade paperback, maybe two or three inches thick. All of this is for a comic book. Well, it's not a normal uh, comic book. You flip it over. And it's, you know, the powerful adventures of Partisan. And you see that on the cover, it is autographed by Partisan. Uh, I don't collapse into like a vision receiving uh, seizure right about now, do I? Um, <laughs> no, you, you don't. The, I mean, you, the, you do get an image of uh, uh, the book being placed into the, uh, the uh, bag. But you don't have any other, you know, direct. You just kind of have, have a remote sense of somebody in a comic shop putting it in a bag. Gotcha. I'm, I'm going to look at these two guys. I'm going to say, and I don't recognize the coyote from from the church, do I? Um, 
why don't you roll me? I don't think you've got a notice. notice. Can I roll a notice? Do you have a notice roll? I, I got a D8 notice. Do you roll that mother? Rule. I will rule it all now, night. You because he was wearing the pocket square mask oh, at the sure. time. Yeah. Uh, you are going to have a minus four to this roll, so you're yes. looking at an eight or better. How about if I hold my fingers up? Mask. How if I hold my? <laughs> Does it help any? Does it give me a good modifier if I like hold my fingers up to like obscure his face as if he was wearing uh-huh. a pocket square? You know what? I might give you enough. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I really want to, you said I have a minus four. Minus four, so you need at least an eight. I really want to notice him, so I'm going to spend a Benny. Well, look at you. Okay, you're down to two. Correct. Uh, that would uh, not be one. So, I'll look at Rick, since I don't recognize Cody, I'm going to look at Ricochet and say, hey, listen, hero, I saw you at the church. You know what's going on. This is This is all wrapped into it somehow. Nice job, Samaritan. You stopped somebody from stealing a comic book. Wait, I think three blocks away, I hear somebody stealing some baseball cards. Go! Hey, hey, that comic book's autographed. I could pay my rent for a month with that thing. Oh, sure. Steal it from a 10-year-old. That's much better than him stealing from the comic book shop. Whatever tools. <laughs> I start walking back toward my bike. All right. As uh, So did, did you hear me say the thing about the church, though? Well, let me, yeah, I'm sure I heard that. I look, right. I'm looking at Ricochet. Uh, do I? Yeah, you recognize, I recognize the mask. Yeah. I would hope so. You carried me out of the church. Well, That's true. Yeah. Good look at. You know, at the time, I thought you you were Ray Mysterio on steroids. I don't. Huh. Know. <laughs> uh, huh. And you see me pause and, and and say just huh, looking at Ricochet. Do I have something on my face? <laughs> I start reaching up and kind of feeling around. Wait, you're wearing a mask. You're welcome, by the way. I tell Ricochet, and then I start walking back to my bike and see if they've pieced that together. I don't he recognize you, so it's, it's it's up to Ricochet because I don't know who you are. I, I won't get that reference. So oh shit, <laughs> Ricochet can do it though. I was unconscious. No, was unconscious. Of ricochet does. Oh. Have, well, but Ricochet saw you in the in the the uh, in the church, and he does have D four in notice. True. So, roll a D four and a D six. Oh yeah, I suppose you might notice me as the, the you know one of the two Native Americans hey, in that stupid church. The six <laughs> exploded. I've got an eleven. Ah. You uh you know you kind of do this thing with your hand where you're like covering up the bottom part of his face. Yeah. <laughs> Imagining pocket squares there. Uh, you you believe that the gentleman in the Oakley sunglasses right now is the same, in fact, gentleman that was in the uh, church with Oakleys and pocket squares over his face. I'll bounce over and land in front of him. Hey, weren't you the guy with the ice and the blasting and the saving me and all? I just kind of smirk. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose you got me there, Chief. How'd the other guy know about the church? Did they turn around and look at? Yeah, I look at that guy. I was like, I was at the church for the funeral when the bad guys attacked. Saw you know battles. I saw you throwing church pews around like nobody's business. I saw you throwing some sort of green energy blast almost. And uh, there was this chick in a this cute little leather outfit that kept popping in and out. Yeah, the one with the heart-shaped ass. 
Yeah. <laughs> you you saw her too. <laughs> I well, wonder if she's legal. I saw part of her. Oh, yeah. No, she, she, oh, well, Aaron, how did my Google search go? By the way, you were Google searching. Yeah, I Google search. I Google search. Uh, uh, what's her name? Hotspot. Betty Bogdanovich. There. Oh, Betty Bogdanovich. Um, you found I that she. Know, I wouldn't know it was. Uh, hair, the, hair trigger. I wouldn't know it was hair trigger. Okay. But, but you you googled Betty. Betty Bogdanovich. Yeah. Um, you found that uh, she is an honor student at the university. And uh, she is uh, has won you know, won her high school science fair. Uh, apparently, is a genius and is an intern at Rec Industries. Yeah, apparently that, that yeah that chick is Joseph Rex banging that cheerleader chick. Uh, ah. that's, that's kind of what the Google thing is telling us. I can't compete with that guy. Whatever. He's a millionaire. Overcompensation. But hey, weren't you that weren't you that one guy that was just staring there the whole time, eyeballing people when everybody else was fleeing? Uh, you mean if you mean by eyeballing, you mean watching and and trying to figure out what's going on? Then yes, yes, I was. You know, when the fighting happens, you should probably run away. That, yeah, that's what most you people do. You leave it to the professionals to get their ass kicked, like my buddy well. Fabric Shan back. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I, I did learn a lot from watching Ricochet's performance. Uh, but this this comic book, did, did you guys stick around afterwards? I mean, I know you guys were, were busting ass. I know Ricochet was uh, was hurt. Did you guys notice that uh, the coffin was empty? The coffin was empty? Yeah. Yeah. I was hanging out afterwards with, uh, well, let's just say I was, I was observing things still. And uh, uh, the coffin was empty. And, uh, you know, actually, this may be not the best place to talk about as I look around the street with the kid who's kind of like stirring. Unconscious. Yeah. <laughs> kind of starting to come around. Like, you know, maybe maybe we should meet a little bit later and, and we can go into this in more detail. Maybe not on the street. Maybe. Well, and you, you look down the street and you see that the kid has, has started to get up and slink away. Okay. God knows what he's heard. All right. Uh, <laughs> Y'all are far enough away from him that he probably didn't hear anything. All right. I was like, I, look, I got to go work. Why don't we, uh, shit, I don't know, meet for lunch tomorrow. Who are you? <laughs> I'm Major Man. You, man. I mean, are you offering to pay? <laughs> yes, I will. If you're to pay, I'll be. Yes, I will. I will pay for lunch. Uh all right, but let's let's do it at that cafe like right across from RU. The uh, uh, the uh, the wildlife is is a beautiful sight to behold. All right, I, I assume I know where he's talking about. All right, I'll see you guys there. Let's Are you say, talking I'll... about the new Delhi Delhi? Sure, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, I will say. All right, college freaking named fucking deli look let's let's meet there at eleven before the lunch rush and 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 we'll we'll uh, we'll go into more detail. Right. All right. All right. Hey, go, uh, go, go. Hey, hey, uh, Woohoo! Free lunch. Sorry, and I bounce off. Sorry, story. sorry about uh, dropping you on your ass. Oh, not that. That's all right. No, don't, don't worry about it. I, I owe you one. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> the boy is slinking off. Andrew gonna, is currently holding on to his uh, trade paper bag. As he's slinking off, I'm gonna and everyone else is breaking. I'm say, "Hey, kid." Come here. He stops, looks at you like really, you know, afraid. 
I'm, I'm, I'm not going to make any hostile gestures when I give him the, just just come over here and talk. He tentatively walks over to you, but stays just at arm's reach. All right, I'm, I'm going to say, you know, if we just talked before, you could have saved yourself the, you know, and blow you know, to the back of your head. Well, he uh, and you, you do notice that he, his uh, nose is bleeding a little bit from having you know kissed the sidewalk at such a such a rather uh, you know harsh velocity. Well, that's that's fair. Uh, I'll pull some gauze, uh, you know, some four by fours out of my pocket. Uh, and, you know, in my my clinical manner, you know, kind of tilt they, his head back. Are they are they dipped in chlorophyll so that you can? No, you know, just... no. <laughs> no, those those are in the black bag. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll, you know, start working on stopping the bleeding, applying pressure to the bridges, nose, that type of stuff. I'd be like, okay. so now tell me, where did you get this comic book? I got it from I got it from T-Ray. And and why did you steal this comic from T-Ray? Because T-Ray was just going to sell it. And it's, it means more to you than than money. Look how partisan signed this. It's true. He was a real hero. Not like that guy. And he points his head at, at the you know Ricochet's silhouette bouncing. Off the... <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll say. Uh, uh, all right. Listen, Louie. I, uh, I respect that. Uh, I think partisan was more than just just money. He, he did stand for something. But you know what? If you're not ashamed of what you did, you shouldn't be running away from people. You should stand up and, and, and say proudly what you've done. Well, that just seems like a good way of getting kicked. No, no. Running is a good way to get kicked. Because <laughs> <laughs> then you don't see them coming up behind you. He nods. Okay, sir. Okay. So look, I'm going to hold on to this for tonight. Come back here tomorrow at the end of my shift at, uh, at, at 8. I'll give it back to you. 8 in the morning? Well, what would be a better time for you, son? No, I'm just wanting to be clear. Yes, eight in the morning. Eight in the morning here. Well, I'll point over to like the front entrance of the hospital. Say there. Okay. All right. Get out of here. He leaves. Hold pressure until it stops bleeding. Yes, sir. He heads off. All right. I'm going to head inside to do some work. You head in, you know, you're entering from the uh, administrative side. So, you know, it's not, it doesn't have the traffic that the uh, like the ER entrance does that kind of thing. Uh, you're heading down into the b- basement area for where you're uh, where you do your your dirty work. The bowels of the hospital. Yeah, yeah. So basically, I mean, I don't know if we need to go blow by blow. Basically, I just kind of want to work through the shift, but yeah. I want to find time at like lunch or break and uh, examine the comic book in detail and see if I get anything off it. Okay, we'll come back to you. All right, all right. So uh, Ricochet, you've had. You've had your interesting encounter. Are you headed home? What are you doing? Yeah, I'll head home. Okay. I, uh, I'll dig through my closet to pick out like whatever cheap free hat that I had picked up over time. And I'll grab my sunglasses with the uh, the right lens is all cracked, but it's all I've got. And I'm preparing my costume for lunch tomorrow. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> He's cosplaying. <laughs> okay. Um, I've never seen anybody with a Big Brothers Big Sisters 2003 hat before. <laughs> <laughs> um, the uh, Jeremiah, you return back to the uh, your houseboat. Oh, yeah, as you're as you're you know walking down the pier, you see your neighbor who is indeed quite hot, uh, who also lives on her on her boat, not a houseboat, but just you know a, a sailing boat that she lives on. 
um, she's up there working on on uh, the deck. And hey, Jeremiah, how you doing? Hey, what's up? Oh, nothing. There were some guys asking about you earlier. Oh, fudge. What do they look like? Oh, you know, the kind of big, slender guys. Anyway, I just, you know, I told them I didn't know when you'd be back, and, you know, really I didn't say much because, you know, they seemed like they were up to no good. Well, thanks thanks for looking out. I think one of them said his name was Joe. Really? Yeah. Pull out the smartphone, bring up the latest browser. So I've got a picture of him and Betty. You look uh-huh. like this guy. Who are you pointing? Joseph Rack. No, no, she's no, not that guy. Oh, all right. Huh. Well, like I said, thanks for looking out. Hey, you want a beer? Beer would be great. Never right, turn down beer. a beer. That's what my dad always said. Also, never turn down an opportunity to pee. Two bits of wisdom my father gave me. <laughs> well. I always say you get your two pennies worth. <laughs> I, 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 I come back, I, I, I toss her a, a Rainsboro or whatever. <laughs> Rainsboro brew. Yeah. It's, 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 it's written Rainsboro brew. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I toss her an RB. Uh-huh. Yeah. So what time did they, were they here, roughly? She goes, oh, maybe an hour ago. And there was like three of them? Two of them. Well, that's balls. Yeah, tax. You know, bill collectors. What the hell are you going to do? Well, I don't know. Like I said, it seemed like they were up to no good. So, you know, they kind of skeeved me out a little bit. Well, hey, if if you see them back, uh, you know, do me a favor. Here, I give her her my number. Just text me if they come back. Sure. I just don't want them, them, like, you know, doing any repo baloney that they're not allowed to do. She nods. Sure, sure. I got your back. Thanks. Hey, listen, I'm... Yeah, no, no problem. I, I do gotta go though. I okay. got I got uh friggin' college algebra crap online. Are you bull? I gotta get done before. Oh, I got an hour. Sweet. I gotta go. <laughs> Just good night. Thanks for the brew. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so you head on. To, you head into the uh, into your houseboat. Yeah. All uh, right. I, I'm definitely wary. Like I'm trying to see if somebody's been in here. You know, it does not feel like anyone has breached your uh, your home. You don't see any signs anyone broke in. Nothing seems disturbed. Everything looks the way you left it. All right. Um, Andrew, it's lunchtime. Okay. Oh, you mean not not noon lunchtime, but my lunchtime. Your lunchtime. Okay. I'm gonna settle down with uh, you know whatever they're serving at the cafeteria at this hour of the morning okay. and uh, sit down with my coffee and uh, uh, flip through this comic book and, and, you know, with a collector's touch, give it a, a thorough looking through. Okay. What's on your I, plate? You could even almost say that I'm investigating it. Okay. What's on your plate? Uh, I'm going to say that on my plate, let's see, middle of the night hospital, I'm going to say a thing of yogurt and a cup of coffee. Okay. Is it flavored yogurt or uh, just regular peach. vanilla yogurt? Peach yogurt. Is there actual fruit in there or is it just yes. peach flavored? No. There's 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 pieces on the bottom you start up. It's is good. there granola? Uh, no, no granola. no granola. That's 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 kind of fruity. <laughs> All right. I might wear a scarf and a mask and a trench coat, but that's that's a little and, too much. Even and for me. peach yogurt. But if there was granola, <laughs> that would be fruity. That's right. Man's <laughs> got to have his lines. Yeah. Got to have his uh, boundaries. Whew. 
glad to know that you're keeping it real. <laughs> okay, so you have are you extracting the book from the bag? Uh, yeah, I'm going to leave my, my yogurt sealed for the moment and, uh, you know, kind of, yes, extract it, <laughs> extract it from the bag away from the food objects. <sighs> okay. So you, are you, are, are your hands gloved or are they bare? Uh, they would be, at this point they would be gloved. I'll have a set of uh, latex gloves on as okay. I take it out of the bag. So you pull it out of the bag. Um, you see it's in pretty good condition, though. You can tell that the spine shows uh, some creasing, some wear, as it were. Okay. So it's been, been read a few times. Yes. Uh, I'm going to flip it through. It looks like it's been lovingly read. I don't want to give you the, the, the oh, yeah. impression that it's been abused. But, yeah, I mean, it, it has been read. It looks like it was part of someone's collection. Uh, I'm going to go through each page uh, and look for anything that's been added, written in, Anything that falls out between the pages? Um, you find that the book is intact. You find that there are very few like creases to pages or anything like that. The book is in very good condition. Um, but you don't find any marks, any additions, or anything that looks un looks to be unexpected in the book. And where w- where was the signature on? Was it on the title page? It's on the cover. It was written it's on the in uh, like magic marker. Alright. I'm uh, I'm eating in my office. Uh, downstairs, so there shouldn't be anyone else around. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna flip my gloves off and uh, l- lay hands upon the uh, cover. Okay. Um, you are immediately awash in in uh, in your senses, and I am going to need you to make me a spirit check. Sure. And you uh, wild die. S- yes, wild die with your spirit die. Two d six. Okay. Um, you have a, uh, uh, you need a six or better. Okay. No. One fell off the desk. Let me roll it. Now that would be a six. Okay. Roll it again. That'd be another six. Roll it again. That'd be a five. So that'd be 17. Okay. Um, it's almost like a punch to the nose. Your, the, the, the flood of senses. Um, your head pops back, but you're, you know, normally this, this would have been, you know, something that would have knocked you out. It's so intense. Okay. Um, but fortunately, you know, you rallied and you were able to, you know, not, not only maintain your seat, but also maintain consciousness. Um, the, uh, but your head spinning just a little bit and it's taken you a second to, to push through. Um, you, you sense, you feel, you're in the shoes of a person unboxing books. You, you are in the shoes of the person who is, you know, pulling it off the, off the printer and, you know, putting it in the box to ship out. Um, you are, are suddenly the, the child flipping through it in the store and then the man flipping through it in the store and then this woman flipping through it in the store and then you're partisan. And that's what's so intense about this for a, just this moment it is crushing to uh, you're looking down at the book and you're signing the book and all at one time you have this overwhelming sense of guilt as well as this um uh just intense sense of power but this crushing guilt all at the same time and then bam you're right out of it okay 
I'm uh, I'm going to rebag the uh, book. Okay. And you look up, and it has been from the moment you touch the book to the time you you finish experiencing that, it's been an hour and a half. Holy shit! I gotta get back to work. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm going to uh, throw that sucker in there, hop up, uh, uh, you know, throw it back in my my drawer, and, and head back out and pound through the rest of my shift. Okay. 8 a.m. You head out to the uh, outside. And you you get there at like 7.55 and there's, you know, Louie. I'll, I'll walk up to him. I'll, I'll, I'll pull the, you know, the, I'll have the book in my hand. He's like, hi, am I, are you going to give me my book now? Yeah, I mean, I, I said I would, didn't I? Well, you know, you, you also kept it, so I just, you know, I didn't know maybe you changed your mind. Uh, I'll, uh, no, no, I'll, I'll, I'll give him the book and say you need to... T- take good care of it. It's a it's a special book, and don't run from people who are trying to help you. Yes, sir. Bye, sir. And he runs. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's about right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, anything that anybody needs to take care of before eleven a.m. Nope. I'd like here. to I'd like to Google something. Okay. Just real quick. I, I just uh, when I have a man on my smartphone, I want to Google partisan and uh, tragedy, and maybe throw guilt in there. Um. Not no any real hits on partisan and guilt. Um, you know, you you find the occasional, you know, tragic warehouse fire or tra- tragic, you know, boat wreck where you know partisans save people, but nothing that uh, that jumps out at you is relevant. Okay, uh, fair enough. Yeah, that's all I got. Okay, it's eleven a.m. Um, hold on, just one second. Let me deal these out. See who gets where first. All right, Timmy, what time do you want to arrive at the new Deli Deli? Well, considering I actually have to show up at my real job for at least a couple hours today, Uh um, I'm going to show up at the museum at like 8, which is ridiculously early for me Uh because, you know, I'm the boss. Right. I sign a few things. uh, I set up the schedule. You know, I talk to the the dude in charge. I'll get to the deli probably 15 minutes early. Okay. Um, um, I am going to wear the sunglasses. Uh, <laughs> With the pocket square mask? No. no. <laughs> um, you know, but I'll wear a hat or something. Okay. Now, uh, just to ask, will you, do you have your gear with you, like, you know, available to you? I do have the staff. I did not bring the, the uh, goddamn it gun. And did you uh, did you ride there on your motorcycle? Yeah. Yeah, so the mo- motorcycle's out front? Actually, you know what? I'll probably borrow the the uh, the uh, security vehicle from uh-huh. uh, the museum. Okay, and then that's got your your gears out in the car. Well, I probably have the I probably have the uh, the the you know the acoustic probably stuffed in one of those big like baseball softball duffel bags. And that's with you. Yeah. Okay. Just want just wanted to establish. Right, Andrew. So, so what's your with, with yeah? I guess I I probably would. That's probably all I'd have. Okay. Andrew. So what Tim's saying is that the coyote stuffs. <laughs> <laughs> um, Andrew, what time yeah. are you planning on getting to the uh, New Delhi Deli? Sixteen minutes early. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'll, get, I'll, I'll get there right at eleven. Okay. And uh, Wayner, what time are you going to get there? Uh, what time were we supposed to be there? Was it eleven or noon? It was eleven. 11. <laughs> Let's say 11 you were there though. <laughs> uh, what was that? Eleven oh five. I'm I'm a little late. So uh, 
Tim, you come walking into the deli and it's got the little bell on the door. Ding, ding, ding. You come in and you see this, uh, you know, little man. Hello and welcome to New Delhi Deli. <laughs> Would you like to try one of our New Delhi specials? Charlie, you grew up in Rainsboro. Would you give it a rest? Uh, come on, man. Give me a break. No, no. I, no, I get it. You're working. Dude, okay. uh, give me one of those, like, uh, egg bagel sandwich bobs. All right. Sit wherever you'd like. All right. I'm going to sit on the patio. Okay. So you sit out on the patio. Uh 11 o'clock, Andrew comes walking up. He, he doesn't go inside because he sees you on the patio. Yeah, I'll just, uh, uh, you know, sit myself down next to him at the uh, little wireframe table there. And, uh, you know, the, the, the proprietor comes and delivers uh, Tim his order. And he says, oh, welcome to the New Delhi Deli. Would you like to try one of our New Delhi specials? Uh, yeah, give me what he's having. He disappears. At 11.05, the fella comes back. He brings you back. He brings you your order. And up comes uh, Ricochet. Now, how is how are you dressed, Wayne? Uh, jeans. The T-shirt I have on is from the whatever the Rainsboro baseball team is. Uh-huh. It's their uh, World it's... Series T-shirt. But everyone knows that the year that this shirt is for, they didn't actually win the World Series. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it's the World Series champion shirt from that year. Well, you got a deal on it. <laughs> of course. I mean, they got to do something with those after they print them. Yeah, that's so, right. Uh, he's wearing a baseball cap with some sort of logo on it. Uh, like I said, the sunglasses. There's a little crack going through the right lens of the sunglasses. Mm-hmm. But he's doing. He's putting an effort towards covering his face a little bit. Yeah. A- Aaron, the name yeah. of the baseball team is the Rainsboro Cavalry. Okay. Because I think that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to the New Delhi Deli. Would you like to try one of our New Delhi specials? This is so cool. I've never had. Where's New Delhi at again? I'll have whatever they're having. And the doctor's paying. And, oh, actually, what's the most expensive thing on the menu? Are you asking me or are you asking him? Him, the waiter. Oh, that would be the lobster bisque. I'll have the lobster bisque, too. He nods. And again, the doctor's paying. <laughs> I'll, I'll wave my. I'll, I will raise my hand in acknowledgement of this as he keeps bat- blabbering it. <laughs> and then I'll have a seat. Okay. <laughs> so you guys are all sitting there. I'm, I'm gonna nod to uh, Ricochet and go Rick, and then I'll look over to the Indian guy and say Mountain. <laughs> it's Coyote. It's the coyote. Oh, okay, Coyote. All right, Coyote, Rick. <laughs> Awkward pause at the table. Well, I think that's fitting, actually. <laughs> I, I keep glancing over towards the kitchen waiting for the food to come out. I am looking across the street at all the hotties walking about campus. There are there are a lot of them. I'm trying not to listen to the Coyote think about all the hotties across campus that he's staring at. <laughs> yeah, they're they're not only they're not only walking. Oh, around that's right. Campus. That's right. Never mind. They're not only walking around campus, they're jogging around campus. And the great thing about them jogging around campus is that parts of them bounce. Yes. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, this is probably this is probably, you know, with the craziness of being knocked down last night. This is probably when I first realized that I don't actually hear anything coming from from Coyote then. Yes. Well, oh, this here, is fascinating. Can we, can we can we edit it a little so that he hears just like like Indian chanting? Sure, absolutely. Because it's the Council of Elders kind of causing interference, so he'd probably hear some kind of native like singing lightly. Mm-hmm. 
I wouldn't hear like old Indian men, you know, you know, kind of quarreling with each other. No. No. Hey, that is my spot. Give it back to me. No, no. Wouldn't be like All that. Right. All right. Uh, well, okay. Well, this is this is fascinating. So I might be somewhat just staring at the coyote for a little bit, trying to figure this out in my own head. Yeah, you know, you're get, you're you're getting that nifty, uh, you know, uh, nature show sound. You know, hey, you, you, you know, that kind of thing. Oh, so that so that looks good. I reach over and grab something off of uh, the doctor's plate. Take a bite of it. Not bad. So what's this about there being no one in the coffin? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I still don't he, turn around. I'm just listening to them. Does anyone else besides me hear Indian chanting? No. Is, is it from the kinda, kitchen? Is that some kind is of it, joke, Squirrely? No, <laughs> seriously. Is New Delhi in India? Maybe it's the kitchen. I don't hear anything. And drums? You don't hear any drums. <laughs> I think this guy might be crazy. All right. Well, anyway, maybe yeah. too crazy to pay for your lunch. <laughs> you are a real doctor, aren't you? <laughs> Listen, that's not what we're here to talk about. What I may or may not be. Yeah, Let's... dude. Don't don't be don't be dissing the, the little white guy. You look like the guy from the fucking Lucky Charms box, dude. <laughs> <laughs> So let's listen, listen. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Thanks, Rick. Let's let's get let's get on topic here. Uh, uh, topics. Yeah. So. Topics the yeah, yeah. So. Uh, What's up? Yeah. Uh, coffin empty. Partisan not there. Bad guys disappeared into a black vortex of some type. I'm guessing interdimensional, you know, teleportation device. I, I would guess. I don't know. Oh, kind of outside. They were on the lawn. Not that one. The one that ran downstairs. Oh. And then uh Rex. That was you know, Ninjo, yeah. I believe. Yeah, I think that's right. And then and then the gold guy, Alchemist. He was really interested in uh the coffin being empty as well as the uh Vortex thing. And then he and uh Dennis Dane were all like yada 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 at each other as they stood and kinda of stared at the coffin. Oh, from the so desk. Yeah, yeah, so exactly. You're in the middle of a burning church with all the smoke and fire, and instead of going outside, you follow the bad guy downstairs. Who are you? Well, I'm. You know that is a that is a good point. There, what, are you one of those people that like to like get all dangerous and you get off on it? Daredevil well, sword. Nah, you know. So I was in an accident a while ago, and ever since then, uh, the whole that surprises me. The whole dying thing. <laughs> Kind of over it. This isn't so. supposed to be a date, is it? Because I, I don't swing that way. No, that's neither do I, Chief. Neither do I. Uh, okay, good. I don't. I can't speak for Coyote over there. Yeah, right. <laughs> so listen, you obviously hero, you mystical blast, me, I don't know, observant guy. <laughs> Is no one else perplexed by this whole no partisan body thing? Well, I mean, to be fair, maybe they set it up so that if there was going to be an attack, they wouldn't desecrate anybody. Well, if they thought there was going to be an attack, why didn't they have, no offense, Rick, real security? Hey! (laughs) (laughs) Took you a moment to get there. (laughs) I mean, besides the coffin got blasted, maybe the body got destroyed in the blast. 
partisan's body. No, that, know shit, how his that shit hit hurt. you and it didn't blow up you real hard. Yeah, and we're talking about partisan, super tough, indestructible guy. Well, I guess he's not indestructible, but anyway. I think it's, it was some kind of setup to try to catch some people, some bad guys that wouldn't want to desecrate it. And if they wanted to uh, throw extra security and take extra precautions, it would have looked more like a setup. I'm sure his family. If it was a setup to catch something, if it were a setup to catch something, why were we the only ones fighting anything? Exactly. Well, maybe the other one, the, the you know, maybe the people that were setting it up got detained by other forces. We we didn't cover everything. We just covered the hall. I mean, what's you know, uh, what what's your name, Doc? I'll just call you Doc. So no, that's you know, good. Doc, I like that. Yeah, yeah Doc, Doc there says that they had some kind of creepy portal power, you know, jumping through their own Stargate or some bullshit. It did not look like a Stargate. (laughs) Maybe they had some other people around the area. Well, maybe, but I mean, all right, let's, let's look at this for a different thing. All right. Has anyone else noticed that the crime's been way down since partisan died? It is kind of hard to find somebody to hit. The uh, proprietor comes back with uh, your lunch order, uh, Wayne. Thank you, thank you. I, can I, I help start. you with anything else? Is there anything else I can get you? No, I'm good. Th- this will be good for now. We're good, Charlie. Thanks. All right, cool. He heads off. <laughs> are, there any, like, sugar pa- are there any like sugar packets or anything on the table? Oh, yeah. I, I grab a couple and shove it into my backpack. Okay. I'm just going to stare at him. <laughs> really? This is Charlie's business. This ain't some soup kitchen. <laughs> Three cents of sugar. Ah, uh, whatever. So what, what are you driving at, Doc? I mean, so the body, there wasn't anything in the, in the coffin. Yeah. Okay. Crime um, has been... Crime, you know, you think after the city's main protector dies, crime would go up, but it hasn't. It's actually gone down. Well, I have been doing more patrols, but I'm not I, really finding much. Right, and and have you any of you guys heard of any of those bad guys at the church before? Have we heard of any of those in the Marin? Were they new or? You know, uh, Landmine is the only one you guys had ever heard of before, and he's a he's a he's a pretty you know, uh, notorious terrorist, but the other guys you'd never heard of. So, I mean, you got, you got what, four new bad guys and one guy that we know about. I mean, I'm just saying maybe now that partisan has gone, maybe the town needs someone else to help protect it. Maybe no one, no one here is as strong as partisan. Maybe a group of people need to step into this place. So if there is some sort of conspiracy going on here, what do we do about it? How do we, how do we find out what happened to Partisan's body? It's an excellent question. I'll see what the big deal is. But maybe he just wanted to be buried privately, and they wanted to put on a, you know, put on a show for the people that he's been supporting for all these years, just to you know give him one last goodbye. Let me ask you another question: Has anyone seen or heard from Father Dominic since the uh, funeral? 
Anyone seen him on a news report being interviewed by by Dennis Dane? Anything? No, I saw his ass get carted out of there, but that was about it. Oh, you you did see him taken away? Yeah. Okay. I mean, would they have taken? Wouldn't they have, they have taken him to a hospital? Doc? Well, I, I thought he might have just. <laughs> I thought he might have actually just disappeared. I didn't realize his body went flying after the explosion. So that that's that was, my. That was the preacher guy, right? Yeah. So I, yeah, I thought his body actually just kind of vanished in the explosion. He disappeared. I didn't realize he had actually been taken out on a gurney later. So oh, that's, so that's check this out, by the way. And I pull up my smartphone and I show him all the stuff on uh, Hair Trigger, but not Hair Trigger. It's Betty. Uh huh. And I, well, I give it to Ricochet and I said, "That phone is going back in this pocket when you're done." With it. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be done with it before you're done with your bisque. <laughs> Who would I have to call? I don't make a call. Just look. You remember that? You remember that chick in the dress that was kung fuing not not so admirably. You know the she one that could the one that could like jump through space shit. Oh yeah, well, that, yeah. That's her. I, really, I, I don't recognize her face. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. Uh, look at the shot here, and I I show him the sh- the back shot. Oh yeah, yeah. There she is. <laughs> yeah. I remember her now. Right. So well, this, she's, this little, she's some sort of little, genius? Well, apparently. She, like I said, she can move through space. Oh, and by the way, check this out. Just flip over. Look who she's with there. That's, uh, that's Captain Moneybags. Yeah. yeah. He's got enough money. Maybe he knows what's going on around here. Really? No one else thinks maybe he looks a little sinister? A little... I mean, look, he's like, what, 52, and he's hanging out with, what, 16-year-old, 18-year-old? She's one month past her 18th birthday. I double-checked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad, you gave, yeah, I'm glad you gave it a month and not a day. It makes it yeah, slightly less uh-huh. creepy. It's very creepy. Uh, yeah, the fact that he's hanging out with her. But you look at it the other way, he's running around with some kind of super-powered, super-scientist know-it-all and really if you were rich wouldn't you be hiring attractive people to be around you well no shit yes but i don't know if any not of them could, uh, it might yeah, not be creepy well look this is what i think all right we were the people who busted up this terrorist act obviously we're not well known uh, actually about- actually what's we, this and we? I point to me and ricochet are the one that busted up this you were the guy that stood there watching because you're a voyeur doc Good yeah, point. Even, even the hot but, chick helped. Yeah, Good. even the hot chick tried to help. But I will say this. You definitely seem to have an, a knack for uh, knowing what's going on. So either you're smart or you know-it-all or maybe a little bit of both. That's so, fair. Okay, go ahead, and throw out your, go ahead and throw out your master plan here. Now, I don't really have one. This, this is what I'm proposing. I'm proposing that perhaps we exchange ways to contact each other. Maybe people come after one of us. Maybe we, we come on a lead, something that might be a part of this puzzle. Maybe uh, we we help out with the or Maybe one of us goes and talks to Betty and see uh, find out a little bit more about her. I'm just saying, yeah, loose you know, was, loose affiliation. I was, I was thinking about that. Maybe like doing a like fake break in at uh, one of the one of you know Party Boys' uh, little uh, downtown laboratories and see if she shows up. It sounds like a great plan. I don't see what could go wrong with it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so look. 
I'm going to pull out you know, a couple slips of paper and write down a number. Like, this is a number to a phone I carry most of the time. Just take it. Call if you need anything. I'll take it. Yeah, I'll take it. Shove it in the pocket. Hey, Lucky Charms, give me my phone back. <laughs> I toss it over. Thanks. Not going to steal your phone. What would I do with a phone? Who am I going to call? <clears throat> I am a superhero here. I'm not going to steal from you. Yeah, what oh, I'm, I'm going to stare pointedly at the sugar packets and start flicking them with my finger. <laughs> what? They're free. They're complimentary. Mm. Just like breakfast at motels. I mean, they don't they don't have a sign that says you have to be spending the night there to eat it. <laughs> I'm just going to stare at him. <laughs> like some sort of alien from outer space is sitting next to me. So how do we get a hold of you there, uh, Leprechaun? Rick, I do, or Rick, Rick, how do we get all of you? I do patrol every night. I uh, At 10 p.m., I'll be on this rooftop, and I give a building that I'm always at. You just point. 10. No, no, just point. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, be at that, I'll be at that rooftop 10 p.m. every night. Except for Thursdays. Thursdays is bad for me. <laughs> Vampire Diaries is on. <laughs> Uh, If you can't, you can leave a note up there on the roof or something. I'll, I'll look around. Charlie returns with the check. Yeah, I'll I'll pick it up. Pay cash. All right. Well, you got two options. You can either go to the tallest oak in uh, the park here and uh, just put a note at the bottom of the thing, and the squirrel know what to do. But you gotta go. No, I'm just shitting you, dude. Here's my note. <laughs> I was gonna say I was giving him a really weird look as he as he explains that. <laughs> well, I've just had one guy tell me, yeah, that rooftop every night. So I'm like, how do I get up on that rooftop? <laughs> and then this guy's like, yeah, tallest oak. Talk to the squirrel. He's my boy. <laughs> well, it, it will work. And I and I'm ser- I look dead serious, but I mean, this might be easier. I'll take his number. It's not my Aaron. That's not my actual phone. That's my burn phone. Gotcha. It's same here. Same here. I assume yeah. we all are smart enough to have uh, uh, that. I don't have any phones. Well, that's, you're, that's, you're he's too, got the he's got a rooftop. You're too smart for phones. <laughs> <laughs> it's all part of the man's plot to track you down. Anyway, uh, hey, uh, maybe uh, well, you know. I don't know if this is a connection, <clears throat> but just so you know, uh, I've noticed people kind of sniffing around where I haunt usually. Really? It might have something to do with this this incident, but I haven't gotten enough information yet to tell you for sure, so I'll give, just give you, you know, a heads up. It's probably nothing. Know. But What type of guy is we talking about? Oh, uh, you know, business suits, looking for trouble. Bulges under the armpits? Yeah, I, I wasn't there. If I was mm. there, this wouldn't be a problem. <laughs> this would be fish food. See, that's why I wear a mask so things like that don't happen. Dude, the guy had a... pocket he had pocket squares on his face, man. It fooled me. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have time to like, you know, get my stuff. You know what I'm saying? I was just passing through and whatever. Trust me. Next time next time we're actually like going to do something, I'll, you know, I'll dress to the nines for you guys. So I'm thinking that one might like it and I'm pointing at a uh, doc. <laughs> so, 
Thanks there, pretty boy. Yeah, you're welcome. All right. I think. Well, so I don't even know what the plan is anymore, but I guess. Rick will patrol. You're gonna go uh, uh, solicit Betty in some way, and I'll just, uh, you know, keep my eyes open. Yeah, maybe in a couple nights, Rick will will patrol together. Something's going down. Maybe somebody's conglomerating some power. That's why everything's quiet. A good old-fashioned team-up without all the punching first. You know, the punching each other. Hey, I, actually, that happened last night. Oh, I didn't punch you. No, yeah, I didn't get punched. Better. Well, yeah. All right, well, this has been great. Th- thanks thanks for that. Yeah. No problem, Doc. Tell me what kind of tip you're leaving. Uh, 25%. Okay. You leave it on the table, and everybody gets up to leave. I'm going to watch Rick walk away before I (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I look at what the money put down. He was a really good waiter. You should really give him 30%. And then I walk off. (laughs) Shake shake my head and walk away. The guy's got to make a living. Knights of Rainsboro is a production of ideologyofmadness.com. Intro music generously provided by Derek K. Miller. For more information about Derek and his music, visit penmachine.com. Outro music is provided courtesy of Dan Kelso. You can find these and other great pod-safe tunes at musicalley.com. All goat sex involved in the production of this podcast was purely consensual.